keep it 1000 bro you're not important enough to switch cars every two three years you're broke nigga mm-hmm. like let's keep it g you you broke and whether you finance it or lease it all leasing allows you to do is to get a better vehicle but you're still broke as hell paying on the lease as you would paying on the finance right. so it really just ultimately boils down to what your financial status is me personally i like owning my shit i don't want nobody i, I don't like renting it i don't like rentals i don't like rentals like and I don't mind them But if I want to ride some nice shit I'm going to ride Toro when I'm out of town You feel what I'm saying But for me I don't like For me You know I'm mentally different I'm paying you five, six hundred a month Because you know I'm going to get the shit You, nigga. you, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, <laughs> All that three hundred Four hundred dollar lease shit You know that's not even in my window bro I'm coming in the door At least six fifty seven hundred Mercedes something Tesla something You feel what I'm saying So I'm paying seven, eight hundred a month And you're going to tell me That I only can drive Twelve thousand miles a year he kissed my ass. I buy. Yo, yo, yo! What's happening, world? We back the Hustle Lounge podcast. It's your boy Graham Hustle. What's good, baby? We back. How you feeling, G? Hey, man, I'm blessed and highly favored. Glad for to be back for another episode. Another episode, man. You know, another class coming up shortly. I'm excited about that. Uh, the big payback. <laughs> so James Brown shit. Nah, debt payoff. Um, I wanted to say release the chains. I wanted to say uh, break. I had a lot of things to say that could have been controversial. So it's best that you named the course because you know how I feel about <laughs> debt. Uh, so it's best that you named it so I don't offend anyone. I know in the world of cancel culture, ain't too much you can say these days. But listen, before we go any further, um, when, we bur- when we first pushed back season one and was working on to season two, and we kept saying on multiple episodes, season two is on the way. We was waiting on my dog uh, to get involved. Kind of like a third party. Kind of like some real barbershop talk where you got a, a mediator. You got two people arguing or three people arguing. Either way you look at it. It was never meant for a true argument, but, you know... Uh, can't say that he's a guest because he's really an originator of the gang. Uh, me and him started the YouTube first, but conflicting schedules didn't allow us to flourish as we uh, planned, which is all good. Perfect time and I always feel like it's too late. I ain't going to talk you to death. What's up? CO Chill. What's up, baby? What's good, family? You already know Brooklyn, New York, 718. We here, y'all. Now, ain't, no, like no, a, ain't nobody asked you where you was from. I had to let y'all know. I had to let y'all know. <laughs> he got to represent. Always. What's up, though? What we talking about today, Hustle Gang? So, we coming off the debt joint. We coming off the leveraging credit. And now we in the next phase of things. And we just chopping it up. And, and, and shout out to everybody who has gave feedback. I knew that. I think me and Chris both knew. We were working on like that debt, no debt kind of episode since like probably episode two um we actually had a fire like nine minute clip between good debt and bad debt uh i would say chris deleted it by accident (laughs) (laughs) nah i deleted it yo i I was trying to so i don't i I use my old old lady's computer for everything i don't really have a lot of electronics and i uh jammed up all her memory (laughs) (laughs) i wish i didn't delete that clip yo because literally we was on the episode and this was like when we really was planning it out where Chris had his set of questions. And we was going through it. Bang, bang, bang. And we got to like, I want, what it was like, 10 minutes, right? It wasn't no longer than 10 minutes. Yeah, it was 10 minutes and we was like, yeah. Yeah, we got to 10 minutes and we was like, yo, we ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah, it was fire. What we talking about today, Chris? Oh, so we just going to have a, a view of opinions and a view of facts, um, a little argument, a little bit of everything about 
um, leasing the car versus financing the car. If you've been listening to Hustle Smarter, um, we have an opinion about cars, but everybody isn't going to listen to that opinion. <laughs> so, therefore, people are still going to buy cars. No, so, no doubt. So, at this point, we we, we got to still lead them in the right direction. So Which direction is I, that? And it's going to be... It's gonna be leasing or financing. Like we gonna we gonna determine at the end of the episode which direction the people like. We gonna oh. see if they like what Colin got to say. We gonna see if they like to like. What so, got to say. so for this episode, shout out to the the viewers who I speak to constantly, give constant feedback. Just for starters, this may not be one that you can walk away and make your personal decision. This is probably more of a a entertaining opinionated kind of conversation so we don't want you to go and try to take this episode and go make your next purchase because this is just personal opinions both ways um what you got to say about it cotton i see you over there twiddling your thumbs i mean you know i'd rather lease than by finance you know what i'm saying it's a lot easier to lease in my perspective because when you lease you don't got to deal about maintenance you don't got to worry about if it's breaking down when you're tired of it, you get rid of it in two, three years, whatever you made your lease to be, and you go on with it. You get another brand, or you stick with it, and you get a different car. So that's why I'd rather lease. I ain't got to do no headaches. I ain't got to do what, no old change. I got to change it myself. Nope, take it to dealership. They give you a rental car. You drive that around. You might even like the new car they give you. <laughs> At least that. Exactly. And you just keep it going. But, you know, you got people that rather... You know, buy the car and keep it forever, and then you gotta pay all these maintenance and all these fees. And you know, after the warranty run out, everything go bad on the car. You need tires, you need oil change, new alternator, clutch. I don't gotta worry about that when I lease. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather lease all day. I I took a couple notes from that. What you got to say about that, Chris? Because you've been in both. You've been in both. So I've never been on the leasing side. Uh. uh that's so what I would what I will say start off with is that I don't believe I did I wasn't aware that you could lease cars for a long time. So the viewers might not even know what leasing the car is. Okay, so give us the game on that, please. You already got the uh, facts up. We want the facts on that on the lease. What's the lease? What's the lease? Let me let me pull up. Go ahead and pull it up, G. I got look, Colin has Colin had threw some shots over here. Yeah, he shots, you feel what I'm saying? He started talking about yo, make this shit tight, is it? For example, I hit that right now. Okay. What's the car I got. I leased it two years, 30,000 miles. Okay. Now, I mean, normal lease, you get three years, you probably get, what, nine, eight. Nah, bro, you probably get three years, 36,000 miles. Yeah, that's what I'm, I heard of. You know what I'm saying? And normally, depending on where you live. So, three, 36, that's about 12 a year, 12,000 miles, 12, miles a year. Correct. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? So, I got I got it pulled up. Go okay. ahead, y'all ready? Yep. Um... A car lease is a popular type of auto financing that allows you to rent a car from a dealership for a certain length of time and amount of miles. You will typically make monthly lease payments on a vehicle and exchange the dealer allows you to drive it. At the end of the lease, you'll either return the vehicle to the dealership or buy out your lease if you want to keep the car, if that's the option in your lease. You will typically need good credit to lease a car. Yeah. People leasing the new vehicle in the third quarter of 2020 had an average credit score of 733. Mm. What was the average lease price? Um, That's what I like to hear. I can get that. I can get that in one second. So, so you said a great thing at the start, man. So you know me, and 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 this is why Colin is great because I'm gonna talk some shit, mm. and I know it ain't it ain't nothing personal. It's all love because I just hopped in this, this shit outside, and that shit fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but listen, you said from the start a lease is nothing but renting a vehicle from the dealership. So ultimately, you never own it. 
you never own it, right? So in my teachings, in my learnings, in my experience through life, leasing is the most expensive way of transportation. Because if you look it up, I'm going to look up something that I might want to lease. Am I right or wrong? I'm um, right. right. So yeah, uh, 2020, the monthly car payment is about 576 and the estimates that the average lease runs about $115 less. The average lease or the average? So the average loan is $117 less. Yeah, the average car lease payment is 460 a month. Okay, 460 a month. And that's for 36 months. For 36 months. What's the down payment? No down payment. The pay- down payment is your first payment. So you ain't no down payment. So it ain't nothing on your credit? So when you lease and then they run your credit and you figure out how much you want to buy it for, your first payment is, is the pay. down payment. Nah, no doubt. The first payment is your first payment. Out of, um, say you lease it for 36, 36 months. First payment out of that 36 is your payment. Okay. Yeah, it says typically dealerships often require, um, but it's not mandatory. And it could be very based on your location, the dealer, and the value of the car. Correct. And, and, and sometimes they got promotions. So you drop a down payment, you want your payment to be lower, but you don't have to. Okay, okay. So I always look at the, uh, you know me, I just know the commercial. Like I said, I've never leased a vehicle. I just know the commercial where they say uh, $5,000 down, $400 a month for three years, lease options come top Mercedes Benz right now, right? Only reason why, so like, I think my biggest, not necessarily beef with a lease. I don't beef with none of that. Everybody do what works for them. And like I stated, I think on maybe a previous episode is I want to get to a point in my life to where I only lease vehicles because I have a lot of money. Right. Uh, For me personally, just from my personal experience and not even you, everybody I knew that lease a vehicle couldn't afford that vehicle to finance it. Mm -hmm. So they leased it to get into it. Okay. And so everybody that's listening, that's my thing. So for me, if I knew about leasing right. when I was hustle game Chris shit, right, right. man, listen, <laughs> I'd had the ZL one <laughs> Camaro. Hey, hey, hey. You know, so that's my thoughts on it. Is like I feel like to an extent, leasing allows imaginary players the ball, right? Because ultimately, like you said, no down payment or cheaper car note, you're basically renting your dream car for two to three years, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you like. I just feel is that doesn't never give you the opportunity to maximize your income because you never own it. Well, you can lease to buy. So a lot of people lease to buy. So you go to finance. They say, all right, 700 a month if you finance. If you lease, all right, five, whatever. So you can lease it for how many years you want, three or two. And the time at the end of your lease, they'll reevaluate and see how much it's worth. So depending on the market, it can be worth more or less. And then you'll pay from whatever it's valued at, at that time. So by the time you want to buy it, it's cheaper than what it was when you yeah, first you went to the car. You know what I'm saying? So people look at it from both perspectives. Because right now, you look at it for the chip shortage. It's going to be way higher now because it's a shortage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So most times, if the car was at a decent price, yeah. no shortage, it would have been a little lower than what you want to buy it for, a brand new finance. So then after the lease is over, you can be like, All right, I want it. Let me finance it. Payment go from 700 to like three. And you got the same car you've been driving. You the only owner. You don't got to worry about who drove it, how they drove it, did they take care of it. Because you know everything you did, you had it first. You know what I'm saying? I, I like that point. My only beef with that point is if I if I leased it for two years and then I got to finance it again, now, I gotta, now I've been paying on the car for seven years. Yeah, because you got to refinance it and start a five-year loan after the two-year lease, correct? I mean, yeah, depending give or on take. the price. Yeah, give or take, but... 
if if you leasing something that's pretty decent, you gonna five year after you paid two years because yeah. of the ultimate price of the vehicle, which is what I made that yeah. statement. Shout out to Hove, the best to ever do it, imaginary players. Because ultimately, you are gonna get the four instead of the three point six when you leasing it because you know the four point six four point come with leathers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. So I mean, I mean that's my that's my beef with it. What's going on, everyone? You signed up for that debt payoff course yet? Well, if you didn't know, Hustle Smarter will be hosting a debt payoff course on February 19th at 11 a.m. This is the follow-up our budgeting one-on-one course that we held previously in the month of January. Every month, Hustle University will hold a course on specific topics, some that are generated from you guys. But if you hadn't signed up yet, go sign up right now. OneHustleSmarter.com. Sign up. See you on. See you in class, February nineteenth, eleven a.m. Standing from this standpoint and on this platform, I'm gonna tell anyone who's listening, especially as I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice, but as a financial coach, as a mentor, most of the people that I work with are not in a position to lease nor really finance a vehicle. Mm. So I'm definitely gonna tell them to stay away from leasing because when I'm speaking with them and I'm trying to help them win with money. Ultimately, the first thing they're going to do if they want a new vehicle, people find ways to try to get around the truth. I can't finance this car, but I can lease this joint and I can still get what I want. And it's a way of working. I don't like shortcuts. Right. I don't like shortcuts. And then you made another statement. You was like, yo, with the the lease, you don't have to worry about, you know, far as water pumps, maintenance and all that. Have you ever owned a car for a long period of time to change all of that? Yeah. What did you have? Like a Dodge Neon? Man, I had a 2002 <laughs> Grand Prix, bro. Oh, come on, bro. Fuel you pump wasn't... went out. Yeah, you driving. Man, my windshield wiper stopped working. Come on, you was... Man, man all of you, that went You was driving a, a beater. All right, bro. So that's why I'm like... I'm saying, like, yo, have you had a quality vehicle that you own? Nah, because okay. after that, I started leasing. Okay. So you, how long okay. you been leasing? Since 2013. Okay. So, so how long you plan to lease? Bro, I'm going to keep leasing until I... Feel find a car that I want to keep. My thing, I could yeah, grab something, try it out, and if I don't like it, I could give it back. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is really leasing for people who don't fall in love with cars. Who like, all right, I'm gonna try this this year. All right, I'm gonna go BMW next year. I'm gonna try Mercedes. I'm gonna try Range. I'm gonna try this, try that. So that's for the main people who want to lease. I think if you really like cars, you don't lease it to give it back because you want to buy it later. You know what I'm saying? There's no point in that. But if you're gonna lease to keep trying till you find something you want. Keep leasing because at the end of the day, the same payment you paying, you're going to pay for a car that you don't own anyway. You still going to finance it. You still don't own it. But the, the thing with the financing is that you can expedite the process of paying it off to own it. Okay. That That's my thoughts on it. So for me personally, me just being who, you know, big biggest, the biggest, ever, best to ever do it. I'm not going to buy a brand new vehicle probably mm-hmm. ever right. unless I can cash it out. All right. But what I would do is when I go to the lot. I want the joint you drove for two years under the lease program because I know it's already taken care of. Mm-hmm. The luxury tax is already out the way. Right. So I'm getting it for the true value of what it is. See, the problem is when people go to the lot to buy that new joint and they finance it, they're paying car note, sticker note. They don't have no money to put down. Right. When they leave that car, lot, the car dealership, they're already losing 8% of depreciation right. before they even leave it. So before they even pay their first note, they're already behind. Okay. Far as in un- upside down on the loan. Right. So the only way to truly come in the game at a minimum, if you listen, this is this is education here. If you're going to purchase a new vehicle at a minimum, you should be putting at least 10% down. 
if you're getting a brand new vehicle because you've already beat the depreciation rate. Mm -hmm. So when you beat the depreciation rate, if you go back and change it later on, you're already at a minimum broke even on your loan. Because when you take that five years of interest on that loan, add it to the price of the vehicle, that $38,000 car, mm -hmm. now it's turned into a $43,000 car because you financed it. It's right. still only worth thirty-eight. When you leave a lot, now it's worth thirty-six, and you still owe forty-three. Okay, so you think after they put the down payment, is that a car they keep it? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the person. So, 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 I, I, go ahead, bro. Yeah, so I feel like Colin is basically saying, I'm, I, I don't feel comfortable paying on a car for five years because I know myself. I know if I do put myself in a finance situation, I'm going to end up trading it in anyway. So to avoid negative equity and being upside down, I'm just going to lease. Facts. And going to lease. Because like you so, put a down payment. So, Go ahead, Chris. I mean, yeah, so for a person, I mean, for a person in his position and if he budgeted everything out and this way, you know, this way he's financially good with, this way he can can afford. At least he he at least he knows that himself, and I feel like a lot of people buy cars like he said, and then they don't want it no more after two and a half years, three years. That's the normal. Else, that's the norm. Yeah, the normal turnaround is that's why everybody have yeah. a car note for their whole life because they change yeah, so it all it, in three it's years. A, it's a battle between mindsets at this point, um, and it ain't even about the money to a certain extent. It's about the mindset and what you like. But in, so, in the same breath, in the same yeah. breath, I ain't trying to cut you off, in the same breath, right? The average person, look it up. You can get the exact stats for me. I know. The average, the average person can't afford to do this. No, 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 not that, not that part. The average person gets a vehicle. They stay in a car loan for at least 40 years. They never truly own the vehicle that they're financing, correct? That's the, go look it up. They always, you know, people though. They get a brand yeah, they, new car, you know, around this time, two, three years. It's they on a five year loan. They two years out that's from. What I'm saying. That's so, what I'm saying. If they gonna do that anyway, they should lease it. Exactly. That's, that's because what I'm they're they're gonna always swap it out. So my thing is this, and this is, and once again, we're talking to different crowds, and I'm just speaking from my platform as the 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 level of finance that I want to get across the board. If I'm talking to a room full of hundred thousand heirs. And they rarely drive and they just want some new, stay in some new so they ain't got to worry about the ins and outs. Absolutely, least because of that, the, your personality and who you are as a person. But we talk about regular Joe Schmo. Yep. And, and that's what I had to tell some youngins before. You done heard me say it. Colin probably heard me say it too. Keep it 1,000, bro. You're not important enough to switch cars every two, three years. You're broke, nigga. Mm -hmm. Like, let's keep it G. You, you broke. And whether you finance it or lease it, all leasing allows you to do is to get a better vehicle. But you're still broke as hell paying on the lease as you would paying on the finance. Right. So it really just ultimately boils down to what your financial status is. Yeah. Me personally, I like owning my shit. I don't want nobody. I, I don't like renting it. I don't like rentals. I don't like rentals. Like, And I don't mind them. But if I want to ride some nice shit, I'm going to ride Toro when I'm out of town. You feel what I'm saying? But for me, I don't like for me. You know, I'm mentally different. I'm paying you five, six hundred a month because you know I'm gonna get the shit. You know, you, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all that three hundred, four hundred dollar lease shit. You know, that's not even in my window, bro. I'm coming in the door at least six fifty, seven hundred Mercedes something, Tesla something. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm paying seven, eight hundred a month, and you're gonna tell me that I only can drive twelve thousand miles a year? Let me kiss my ass. I buy this motherfucker. You know, that's my mindset. So, like, that's my. I guess that's my beef with leasing is that. 
I know me personally, I don't like limitations and I don't like nobody telling me what I can't do. And I still have financial PTSD from being a slave to money. Well, let's, let's think, what's really the difference, bro? If you if you finance, what's the difference? You paying more money to drive more miles without limitation. But in the same breath, if I finance, I'm going to expedite the process and pay it off probably in two years instead of five. And it's going to be mine. Well, with the lease, I can pay it off at the same time and I can still buy it. What you what you saying? I could do that same thing too. I'm just paying cheaper. You I can pay cheaper payment and mm-hmm. pay more the same way you on the lease. It. Correct. But then when you go, to, you still have to lease to buy though. Right. So when I go to buy it, what's, what changes? So right now, if you lease a forty thousand dollar car, right, and I finance a forty thousand dollar car, right, we both you paying seven, you paying five hundred, I paying seven, right. If I walk into my bank right now and say, you know, I'm tired of paying for this shit, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna go give them thirty nine thousand nine hundred. Mm-hmm. That car is mine with the title. Okay. You don't have that option with the lease. Correct. I'm going to pay half of that. And then if I say I'm going to go buy it, to guarantee you, when I drove it off the lot, it depreciated. Mm-hmm. So when you go to buy it, it's cheaper than what you would have got it for a full price. But they still got their money somehow. Yeah, but I mean, somebody going to get their money regardless. Nah. Why not? I, I think the only difference, I mean, the, the true difference is is ownership after five years. That's That's the that's the difference. In five years, Graham would not have a car note. In five years, you would be leasing something new with, a, with the same payment. Not necessarily, bro, because we leased for two years. You paid off half of that. And that two years or three years, you done paid off half. And Man, then- I'm saying, I'm saying if that if that's not if you I'm saying if you keep leasing and he buys it, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You said you said what's the difference? I, the difference is in five years, if I if he he paid that seven hundred dollars for five years, he own the car. It won't have that he won't have a car note and that five years you will be in you'll be starting a new lease right but i'm not talking about getting a new car i'm talking about if i want to keep this car say i find a car that i want i lease it for two years i done paid half of it when they reevaluate the car same as the value is after depreciation and years and say a new model come out they will list it for the value of the car whatever kelly blue book say that's what you pay and if it's say twenty thousand, hey I'm, i'm good i'm gonna pay that and i got the car i've been driving for three years now that I'm the only one owner, I've been taking care of it. I know the maintenance is good. I know the tires is new. I know everything is straight because the dealer is certified. I'm good. So at the same time, when he financed and he paid, paid it off and the warranty run out, I, everything's out of pocket. But by the time I get it, I still get an extended warranty on the dealership and I'm still good. And I'm not about to be five years in. So, I mean, it's the pros and cons when you do it. And at the same time, it's points where people lease a car and the, the way the market is, the value could go up and you end up paying more than what the car was when you first bought it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the pros and cons with it. Cause when you go to buy it, it can be up 10000 And now you like, damn, am I going to pay more than what I wanted to pay for it when I could have bought it and I could have financed it and been locked in at that price. And now you want to go buy at least to buy. It's 10000 up now. So what you do, all right, I'm going to get out this lease and I'm going to get something else. You're going to wash your hands right. with it. So I, I hear you. Uh, what I what I take from that is, so in order to do, in order to stay on the same five year platform as Graham, because we compare five year lease versus five year loan. After you after you lease that thing for two years and go back and say I want to buy this joint, now you got to finance that for three years, at a minimum, to at a minimum to be on the same spectrum as Graham is. Correct. But number two, I, on the on the flip side of that, I like your point when you say. You can buy the car overpriced because the car market does fluctuate with vehicles. So, 
what I hear it is is like a, it, you you basically saying you leasing the you doing trial runs until you find the car that you want. Basically. And doing these trial runs, you're not gonna get fucked over. No. Because so, you can because you you're not locked in to the, the loan. Correct. But my thing is my so so ultimately my thing is this, and I think only we can't answer it because we still living. Ever since I've known you, you leased a car. Right. In fact, <laughs> when you gonna find what you like? <laughs> like, I think that's the big question. Like, do you ultimately bounce from lease to lease just to keep staying fresh? Because I know you New Yorkers, man. You New Yorkers is different. We like y'all sporty. Like, I, yeah, y'all. I'm old country boy, yo. I don't really, I don't too, I don't too much need much. So, I honestly, just me personally, outside looking in, I'm your partner. Right. I don't. I think you're gonna lease forever. You think so? I don't think you're never going to actually own a vehicle, which is not right or wrong in no one's eyes. That's your own personal preference. But I personally, just knowing you for these last five years, like yeah. this nigga not finna. Yeah. He's gonna lease forever. And, and for me, and for the people that's listening now, you're right, right. I, you're in a different financial situation than most. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you might have the ability to do that, and it doesn't hurt. Right. You see what I'm saying? But for the average person, right, right. and that's where we always got to look it back to. Who are we reaching out to? Who's the target market? Mm-hmm. Majority of people that listen to this podcast, with the exception of a few, are trying to learn something. Right. So me telling them, go lease something to get what you truly want, is basically telling them, cut the corners and just go lease something. Right. And, and I think that's where, not necessarily we bump heads, but that's where me and you have the conversations of. Because you might be in a situation where... Some people don't have $500 a month to give away. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily give away, but if you're right, leasing right. a vehicle and you never truly own it and you continue to lease and flip it over, you're giving it away. Yep, yep. So that 500 could potentially be used to invest whatever you want to do. Uh, and I think that's my thing when it comes to it. So for me, when I go purchase a vehicle, granted, especially with Toro now, mm-hmm. so when I go get my next ride, I'm going to go rent whatever I want in that city. Right. So if I want the the, the you know Mercedes CLS S63 or the S550, come on, stop playing. I'm gonna get it on Toro in a big city. Right. I'm gonna ride it for a week. Okay. That's gonna be my test drive. Okay. If I want that joint, then I'm gonna go finance to buy mm-hmm. because, like I said, ultimately I want to own it and I want to come in under than what is owned because now I have leverage. Okay. Um, you know, I bought my truck for twenty nine five in two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. but I looked for a truck with those features with that lineup for a year. Right. It took me a year to find. I wanted it black. I wanted a Z seventy one. I wanted all the options. I wanted sunroof. I wasn't mm-hmm. taking no for an answer. Right. So when I found it, because the lease option ain't gonna give me with all the maps. The mm-hmm. lease gonna give me the LS and not the LTZ. I already know these things. I looked right. it up. Um, I want the fully loaded joint. I want my joint to be a Cadillac truck, but not a Cadillac. <laughs> So I bought my truck for twenty nine five in two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen paid it off. Two thousand nineteen twenty, it's still worth twenty one. Mm. The title in the drawer. Right. So I have twenty one thousand dollars asset. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. We turn the, the liability to asset and, right. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Granted, your whip may be worth more when it's time to turn it in. Right. But, but it, it ain't yours. Yeah. So you don't have that leverage. Mm-hmm. Like right now, if if shit got you know ugly. I can get 20 bands for my truck and I right. bought it for, for 30, give or take, 29.5, six years ago and it still held its value. Right. So that's why I see the value in it because I don't need another truck. That mm-hmm. truck could be parked forever. Right. But now in the same breath, I do want some new player mm-hmm. spinning the band in some new, you know, coupish, real big boy joint. Right. And for me, and that's just my personal financial situation, mm-hmm. I'm at a position where I can lease it. Right. So that may be something that I do for two years just because I'm in Philly station in two years, and I need some smooth joint to get around in. Right. So I, it, it truly, um, it, it really, truly revolves around your situation. Right. I think that's really what 
Are we are we hitting that, Chris? Yeah, it's about. Like, I think the I'm conversation gonna always come to situational ship. Situational ship and being true to yourself, and I mean, and you know, just for a conversation, like if 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 leasing is what works for you, that's what works for you. Yes. Never, never put yourself in a bad situation. Just be informative. Yeah, being informed. So, like right like, now, I like, own three vehicles, outright titles. If I wanted something new. And none of my nothing. Well, except one of them is, is turned into a storage building. Can somebody start to go fund me for my box Chevy, please? Uh, <laughs> but if I wanted to lease a vehicle, because I still, like I said, you really have to know me to know. I love cars, yo. Like my ultimate vision is to have like thirty vehicles, yo. Some old schools, some new schools, a motorcycle, dirt. I want all that. So ultimately. I may lease a new joint because I want a newer vehicle. Right. So, I mean, I'm not against totally leasing it, but at the time I was coming on the grind and with most people who really, really dig into what we're saying, I don't lease about nothing. And, and ultimately, when I was going through my storm financially, mm. what kept me above water when I really realized I was effed up is that I didn't have any car loans. Okay. My my, my outstanding debt was 20, 25000 in credit cards. You know what I mean? So it mm. wasn't really... And you can pay them off in a day, and you can pay them off over 15 years if you pay the minimum forever. So it mm. wasn't nothing that I, it wasn't a big staple on my neck. Like, cats out here with $700 car notes on their neck. Crazy. And they can't, like, <laughs> yeah, it's tough, yo. It's like, tough. I'm gonna I'm look, I'm gonna I'm read, um, there we go. I'm gonna read what I sent you earlier. It says, um, it says, car A, $60,000 for a purchase, car B, $15,000. Both cars drive you to work. One keeps you stuck there. Ooh, that was fire. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Run that back one more again. You said one keep you what? Both cars drive you to work. One keeps you stuck there. And so for me, I think that's what ultimately is always going to change my mind about a lease is because oh, I rarely go to work now. But I don't mind my job, right? I never want to buy my dream whip. Mm. And have to park it at work all day for eight hours for right. four, five hours, five days a week. Because what do you do then? You park your shit way out so nobody hits your door. Yep. <laughs> Taking that long walk to the job just to, to, for what? To look fly? Man, I think it's a financial mentality. It's a financial thing. It's where you at. I think I think we can agree to disagree to agree. Because you know what? I ain't going to never come on the chat or come on this joint mm. and say what I will and won't do. Because right. guess what? If Bree keep bothering me about a new car, you know what I'm going to do now. She's been bothering me about a new car since our last three episodes, Chrome. See? Talking about she need a Jeep. Mm. She don't need shit. You don't but Because you got two cars. You, got, mate, you just say you own three cars, bro. All three of them joints run. Yeah, for two grand, I can get the Chevy running smooth. I just ain't spent it yet because I don't, don't feel like know. fooling with it. That's what I'm saying. We got nice three nice vehicles, heating and AC and all that. A to B. But if she keep bothering about a new car, what I'm gonna do now? Because you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna sit here and cap. She gonna put that pressure on me to get a new car. Because mm -hmm. when I put them four G's on the Chevy, mm -hmm. ew, them thirties. Put that vet mode. No, twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. Right. And put the vet mode in there though. Put the vet mode under the hood, all black. Yeah. So when I do all that, it's gonna be some hate coming. Oh, it's gonna be some hate. You ain't got no money for a new car, but you put that in your car because you're not gonna run me a big ten. So I'm gonna look at what I'm gonna do tonight. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get in the lab. I'm gonna come back to the table with you and with you and Hustle Gang. This is what I learned about leasing. What do you guys think? Because then that that's ultimately, if you listen, that's ultimately the goal of Hustle Smarter is that 
We're not telling you to do what to do and what not to do with your money. We just ask you to make an informed decision. Right. So I'm going to sit at the table with my bros that I'm sitting with right now. Yo, Bree wants this 2020 RX Lexus Jeep. I already know what she want. Mm-hmm. I want to buy it to own it. Now, she is good to the point where like she's not going to want a new whip. Right. But now we got kids. Now they're going to have animal crackers and shit in the seat. So mm-hmm. do I just want to... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't tripping on the maintenance. We ain't never hit the maintenance, but truthfully... Mm-hmm. Bree car, uh, I done nothing but change the spark plugs at one hundred and ten thousand miles right. and change the oil. I had no major issues with it. And that's vehicle. another thing. If you uh, if you maintain them properly, right. you good. So right. the thing is, is me knowing you know I know cars. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you know cars and you can maintain the cars yourself, I'll say finance all day. Yeah. You can. And, and I'm not touching nothing. I just know what needs to be done to keep them running. Uh, so with like a maintenance bill. Gas, if you change the tires, if you change the oil, your car gonna run forever. Right. But now I know when you look at those BMWs, the Mercedes of mm-hmm. the world, right, it might be better to lease because when oil change, the service A on the Mercedes is about 500. It's nothing but an oil change. Service B is like 1200. Service C is like 1800. All them shits is in the span of 20,000 miles. Right. So if you, huh? How do you know that? How do I know that? Because I'm research. <laughs> let, me, let me put you on right now, Chris. The car I got right now. You supposed to change the miles. I told you, man. I don't know. I know a whole lot about a little bit, bro. I know a little. <laughs> Yeah, see the motherfuckers go get that Mercedes Benz. Let me get on my rap real quick. Right, motherfuckers go get that Mercedes Benz, finance it for six hundred a month, six years, because they're gonna go six years instead of five to make it last. Mm-hmm. And then what they gotta do? Gotta get that oil change. That service A, that service A light don't go off like that old school Chevy light go off. That service A going ding 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 <laughs> every time you get in that motherfucker ride right? because German automobiles are made for people who can't afford German automobiles. People who drive Mercedes and Benzes and shit, they don't care about the, the price of it. Nope. They go drop it off. They say, "How you doing, Mister?" Here's your loaner We'll call you when it's ready And they come back And swipe the black card But see when you get Airman Snuffy Who go get that Mercedes C300 Cause he think he cool And ain't even a real bitch Ain't even doing nothing And for the record yo If you are not driving No CL No CLS Or S550 If your shit If your shit a C300 My nigga You really driving A starter A starter car You might as well Get you a Honda Accord Nigga It'll last longer But anyway those vehicles don't last long and those people have those headaches. When you see your partner riding around in his Beamer and his air shocks is out, he couldn't afford a service seat. Mm-hmm. But he's still paying the car note on it. <laughs> so- <laughs> see, because he financed and now he's stuck and he's hurting. Oh, here he go. See, know what I'm saying? You finance, you get stuck now, you, and you're you hurting. <laughs> and if you'd have leased it, he'd have been out there with the low shocks. He'd have been good. Yeah, they would have fixed it. So yeah. I'm going to look into that because I didn't know the whole maintenance part. I didn't know the... the, the, the- so they changed the tires on them joints too? Yeah. Come on, bro. It's a lease. When you do a lease, you you situate your contract how you want it. All changes for like BMW, and I had my BMW. They took care of everything. Everything you needed. And you know them service A's ain't no hope. Exactly. You, know what I'm <laughs> you ain't even gotta do nothing. You call, schedule your uh, your maintenance through the app. You ain't even gotta nothing through the app. I can show you the video of mine. When they do the maintenance, they record everything. That's smart on the dealership part. Because they know you're bringing the car back. Why wouldn't they take care of it? Exactly, Ultimately, bro. They want to finance it to somebody else or lease it back and run it back. Exactly. So they know they're going to get it back in two, three years. Maintain good by the dealership. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's you riding the car. If you like it, you like it. You keep it. And I mean, if you don't, you want to ride. So you like going like three, two, you want a five series. Check that out. And then now, once you lease it and return it in that two, three years, you're getting a better deal on the next one you get because you're building 
a relationship with that dealership. You know what I'm saying? So if you know the dealer good, the lease come in good. Exactly. Hey, listen, man. If you're in Florence, man, I know a couple people that work at Mercedes Benz who always having at their cars, man. Listen, let's do business. I need one of them deals that he talking about though. I ain't come to play. You know what I'm saying? I got bread. And I'll tell you another con, bro. When when you lease it, bro, opposed to finance. When you finance, you crash that joint, and it's total. They paying you out for it, right? If you get gap insurance, correct. And if you lease it, that joint gone. You got to buy a whole new car. Oh, but well, everything wipes car. out though. Yeah, everything gone. That's good too though. Yeah, but because you ultimately you got to think there's only few people who are under upside down in their car. Well, that's true. So that's true. and then people be cheap and don't pay that extra ninety nine dollars for gap insurance. Exactly. So if they wreck it, I think this was solid though. I think this was a good little funny conversation oh, though. Yeah, Listen sure. though, we coming back to the table, brothers. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like uh, Bree talking about a push gift. I want to push your ass off a cliff sometimes, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look into this lease option because, I mean, respectfully, I'm in a financial situation to where me spending a lease payment of 500 or what you know a month, I don't want to do it. Don't bro, get me wrong. You get it lower, bro. So how you negotiate? Oh, you know, I'm the master negotiator because yeah. I'm pulling up in my Lexus and I'm pulling up in some work clothes with holes right. in my pants. Yeah. And I'm letting them know, like, I don't need nothing you offering, right. but I'm here to buy it. Right. You don't need them. They need you. You need me, bro. I ain't right. coming in there begging for a car. Exactly. I'm for here to, to get one, but I don't need one because my shit, I rode up here good. Mm -hmm. Music up and all that, yo. Right. What up? You know what I mean? Sure. Anything before we go, Chris? Nah, man, that's it, man. I, uh, I think this conversation, it was funny, but it was educational. Yeah, yeah, we still drop balls. I didn't know a lot that he, like, he just taught me something new about the whole maintenance thing. And then you think about it, your average tires have about uh, 60,000 to 90,000 tread mile warranty on them. If you lease one for three years, 36,000 miles, you stay under that lease, like they said. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're probably going to be good on tires. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. What happens if you go over those 12,000 miles a year? Oh, I think we never talked about so that. So when you do your contract, <laughs> they'll tell you, all right. You go over <laughs> thirty thousand miles. It's either sixteen cents a mile, nineteen cents a mile, whatever it is. So every mile you go over, it's nineteen cents per mile. That's tough. Yeah. So it add up. But see, and that's why I said it always depends on your situation. I have right. three cars. Right. So I probably would never get close to that because I can right. rotate. Right. So let's think about this. Average average lease is three years, thirty six thousand miles. Think about it. I got a two year lease, thirty thousand miles. So fifteen a year. Yeah, the average person only drive fourteen thousand miles a year, and that's pushing it, right? And that's living somewhere like here right. where you got to commute. So most where, standard leases three, three years. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, so y'all heard it first, man. When I go to lease, I'm taking CO Chill to the lot with me because he know how to will and deal. Me and him willing and dealing, hell, they might give me two leases for the price of one. Exactly. Let's and the ultimate it. goal is to beat the dealership people. That's they it. are filthy rich already. Let's not make them richer. Exactly. But why right. not be riding nice? Let's have some smarter, though. My man, we out. What's up? You out, Chris? Yo. Huh? He talking about you. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we back, man. Listen, we coming back, man. Y'all leave a um, comment. Hit us up. Let y'all know if y'all like chill on the show. Let us know. If not, we'll get his ass out of here. <laughs> That's my dog, though. Look, we out of here, man. We love y'all. Auto loans, leasing. We're going to hold a class on it, too. So we may have to bring chill in, and we'll bring the actual numbers in with the pie charts and the graphs. Go 718. Stand up, baby. Here he go again. Oh, yeah. Hey, we out, you. This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge Podcast. We'll catch you next time.